Welcome to an all-new episode of Fast Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Cummins, at Logan Cummins on Twitter. I don't know why I say that. None of you ever fucking follow me. And on today's episode, I'll try to make friends with the writer Quinn Myers faster than you'll click on one of his articles, Fascinating Headlines. I'm Logan Cummins. I'm a former pro wrestling creative, a mediocre stand-up comedian, and a ranch-dressing aficionado who lives beyond my means. This is my weekly podcast where I set out to make friends with each and every one of my guests. Sometimes it works. Other times, not so much. Quinn, welcome to the Fast Friends Podcast. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. I also appreciate the the, the Twitter follower grab. It never happens, and it doesn't <laughs> no, matter. Never happens. Never ever. Ha- it's always if it does, it's like people that I don't want following me, mm-hmm. like my boss at work or something. I don't know. Yeah, or like like General Q underscore six seven three five one eight six two. Correct. Like, I have okay. <laughs> great. That's like seventy five percent of my followers. I think. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, you know, twenty five percent are real. So it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good uh, it's for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how's your week going, man? Um, it's all right. Mostly trying to just get to the end, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is typical, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, Christmas is coming up. So yeah, trying to get there. Even yeah, it's even more so now than the nor- this this uh, episode. I think will air the first week of January, so Christmas will be in our rearview mirror. But we are recording it uh, just before Christmas. We are in yeah. the midst of the Mariah Carey McDonald's menu. That's right. Uh, yes, That's right. yes. Uh, I did snag a Mc- uh, McDonald's Mariah Carey T-shirt two days ago, which I'm oh yesterday actually. Shit. Yeah, I'm super pumped about that. It should come in February. It'll fit like one of my titties, but I'm still very excited for it. Uh, it's such an iconic uh, picture on it. Like, what is that from? I don't, it has to be, yeah, you know, that that's not something she would typically leak. Um, so it has to be something that she's been holding on to for years. Cause she's also like 27 in it. Maybe she's much younger Ooh. than she is now. Yeah. I saw this, somebody posted yesterday, like, uh, you know, those birthday candles you can buy at the store. There was one that had like a question mark and somebody was like, who the fuck turns question mark years old? And somebody quote tweeted it and said, Mariah Carey. And I was like, yeah, yeah. obviously, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever tweeted that isn't, isn't to the point where you want to do question marks. Either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it works out for the best of us. Or like, what if you're celebrating somebody's and you don't remember how old they are? That's so it's a, a good way to point. cover your ass. There's so many use yeah. cases, I think. Oh, man. Honestly, uh, I don't really know how old I am. Yeah, I did. So. I mean, we all, we just take somebody's word for it, really. <laughs> yeah, honestly, our whole life it could be a lie. I don't know. I I feel very old. I feel a thousand years old. So, you know, I do too most of the time. With, like most of the time <laughs> in the morning when I get up, I feel like uh, I feel like Grandpa Joe in Willy Wonka when he first sets up out of bed for after like forty years. That's like oh, me yeah. just going to pee. So I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting better by the year. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, it is a fun week, though. Spotify, if you guys are listening and you listen on Spotify, they just uh, announced the ability to leave us a rating or a ranking. I can't remember exactly what they call it, but you Ooh. can smash that five-star rating and help people find out about this lovely podcast. Um, yeah, and like you said, we have time off for the holidays. I have one more day, and then I'm 
officially out of office for a while, oh, yeah. which is freaking awesome. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Like I said, I'll give you a quick overview of the premise of the podcast. It's structured in three rounds. The first round is called mm-hmm. the fast forward round. So it'll be like things that I have uh, sourced about you online. Oh, no. We'll talk uh, oh, generally. God. Yeah. Second round is called the five for five round. So I have five questions for you. Uh, I believe that you have five questions prepared for me is fun and then we'll uh wrap up with the faster and fortune teller and a friend request sound good are you any questions before we jump in no let's do it let's do it i do have to start off because i would not want to lie to you guys the listeners um i I do know quinn a little bit a little bit a little bit i mean it's not like we we didn't like grow up together um (laughs) but i do feel like i have to reveal that i know quinn through his wife um, Amanda, we are we, not friends though. <laughs> we're not. Fr- it's very clear actually. <laughs> um, so the challenge still exists, but I do know of Quinn. I don't want you guys digging that shit up and coming back and saying, I lied to you and I would never lie to you. Yeah. I would lie to you, but not about that. I would lie to you about sure. other things like how old I am. Yeah. Um, awesome. So th- yeah, we'll just jump right into the first round. You grew up in Ottawa, Illinois. Tell right. us about Ottawa. What like, I know some people in the Chicago area may know it for being adjacent to uh, Starved Rock, but there's so yes, much more. That's right. Well, Ottawa, well, Starved Rock is in the news because uh, um, there's an HBO documentary about it right now um, with murders that took place in Starved Rock. Are there a lot of murders in that park? Oh, a ton. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there, were like, there were like six women murdered in like 19, the 1950s, I think. Oh, so it was like, um, was it like one serial killer? Yes. And he's arrested. And so the documentary is about like, okay, you really do it and, and stuff like that. Um, okay. And actually the, the women who were murdered were from Riverside, which is from where my wife is from. Oh, what <laughs> a connection. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was real fun when I met Amanda's like mom and she's like, oh, you're from Iowa. That's where the like people, women my age was, were murdered. <laughs> Uh, and you're like, cool. there's something I need to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of, I spent, we spent a lot of time at Star Rock. Um, yeah. I always like when that came out, I was like, there's going to be footage of me and my like incredibly stoned friends <laughs> throwing the Frisbee around, and, like wandering around the woods. Like what? Why are there cameras here? That's, that's pretty awesome. My, uh, my brother got married at Star Rock, but other than that, like, I don't, this might shock you. I know that we're not friends yet, but, um, I'm not a big hiker. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. so I haven't, uh, I haven't done a lot at Starved Rock. I would get sewn there like you and your friends. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. The hiking is fine. <laughs> Since like Instagram took off, it's very popular. So yes. there's just like streams of people, but yeah. Um, otherwise I don't, I don't was fine. It's pretty rural. I was going to say like we're, we're probably from similar towns, right? You, you grew up in a pretty rural rural area. Yeah, but I think you have a comma in your population in Ottawa. Oh, sure, yeah. So <laughs> we don't have that where I grew up. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, the no comma club. No comma club. Um, I did find this was interesting in researching Ottawa for this episode. I found out um, I like to always look and see if there are notable residents from the town. And there was mm. somebody – do you know who Scotty Bowers was? 
is that a baseball player? No. Well, okay. uh, if so, it's it's overshadowed by his other accomplishments. So oh, he no. was a um, he just recently died <laughs> he, a couple years ago, but he was, was a marine like who was a, a or something. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> he was he was first a marine and then he was a sex worker. And so he wrote this memoir. Well, somebody wrote it through interviews with him. And it's about him being a Hollywood pimp, uh, like back in the day. Um, And it's being turned into a movie, actually. Like Seth Rogen is one of the people writing a movie. Um, And some people, like, don't believe the stories because he waited until a lot of people involved were dead before he started, like, revealing them. Um, But then there was this amazing quote that I want to read to you because it stuck out to me. Um, This guy was basically vouching for him. And he's like... Quote, Scotty doesn't lie about anything. He's a poor kid from a farm in Illinois. And when he got here, his two assets were his big penis and charming personality. That's what he used to feed his family. And I was like, wait, hmm, we could have worded that a little better. Yeah, I, I feel like we need to dissect that sentence. Yeah, but um, I was like, you know, Quinn, there's something for you to strive for. You could maybe use that as like a title of your memoir down the road. Yeah, well, first I need a big penis. Same. That. <laughs> um, That's so funny, though. God, I mean, most of, like Ottawa is. is I, I know everyone says this about their hometowns, but Ottawa is like incredibly strange. I, there's just a lot of things that like, like we we would say like we had like lingo, like we would say things are like killer awesome or like, oh man, that pizza was like killer spicy. We would say killer is like a adjective. No, no one out like not even like adjacent towns would say that. Um, a lot of like, yeah, just just odd things in in Ottawa, Illinois. So I don't know. It probably has something to do with. Maybe you read this too. Is uh, there was a um, watch factory that painted nuclear to like mm-hmm. make the watch faces glow? Yeah, and they were just painting. Um, God, I can't remember. It was it, some nuclear nuclear waste to make it glow, and then uh, that was bad. And yeah. It's like a nuclear waste site, the whole town. So we're all, you know, it's yeah. it's bad news. It's something in the water, but it actually yeah. is in the water, and they like had to do something mm-hmm. weird to like get it out of the tap water or something. So, yeah, I yeah, I read like the women that worked at that factory where they would like lick paintbrushes and shit mm-hmm. like that. It's like so weird. Um, to sharpen the paint. Yeah. Or like little tits. Yeah. I mean, all in a day's work, I suppose. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. I'm not Here condoning I'm that. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. You know, you have to cover your ass. I like, want to make sure people don't like come out and be like, they're advocating to resurrect so a, a nuclear fac- uh, factory in. Yeah. That's going to have killer awesome paying jobs because yeah. you don't live long. Nice. You nailed it. That was good. <laughs> nailed it. I can blend into most small towns. Yeah. Um, what were your parents like there? Oh, uh, they were fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my dad um, was kind of a small town attorney. My mom taught at the high school. Okay. Art. So oh, I that... had like a very quirky, creative mom and a very like logical uh, like dad. Yeah. Sounds you know. like a sitcom. Oh yeah, I have four older <laughs> sisters too, so it was a it was a raucous house. Oh in wow, Myers household. Mm-hmm. So you were you were the baby. Yep. Wow, yep. the youngest. What what kind of relationship did you have with your sisters? Um, they. I, 
it was fine. It was amicable. Like I, we all, um, obviously, you know, yeah, I love, love them. They love me. I think. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, I mostly kind of just stayed out of their way. They were either fighting with each other, um, all the time. And I was just kind of like, just kind of getting by, mm-hmm. um, the two oldest, like are close and the two middle ones are close. And then, um, I just kind of floated around <laughs> by the time they all went to college. <laughs> I was like, I was kind of like a latchkey kid. I would just like come in and just wander around. (laughs) (laughs) My um, parents were like, we sent four kids, we sent four of them to college. Like the the last one will figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. He'll just end up there somehow. Yeah. What, how much um, younger are you than them? Um, so my, the oldest sister, um, Saskia, she's 12 years older than me. Okay. Um, and then Monica, is probably like 10 emma is four years and then tessa's like a year and a half maybe something okay. like that okay so it wasn't mm-hmm. like you were 10 years after the last one of them no no <laughs> all right all yeah right. We, we overlapped in high school i overlapped with tessa in high school for a little for a little while all right i um I was the oldest in my family and grew up around a lot of cousins uh, that were all female um, in the same like age range as me. So I spent like most of my childhood. I actually have a stand up bit about this, but like um, I would do things like wearing jelly shoes and like, you know, playing school and like making up dances instead oh, of yeah. like doing boy things like playing G.I. Joe and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> G.I. Joe's. Yeah. In, my, in our house. Yeah, but I could like actually do a. I could put together a really nice like Barbie fashion show. Probably, I bet I oh, still yeah. can. It's like riding a bike. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you were like a kid, did you know that like did you like riding always, or like is it something that you grew into as you got older? Mm-hmm. Um, I've thought about this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I did. I think I like I I. I know that I was in like second grade and won like a little like right like short story contest. It's, it was like about a clown. Wow. But I remember that happening. So I think I had like positive. It was like something that I had like positive reinforcement for a lot. So I was like, oh, I'm good at this. I'm going to keep doing yeah. it. Uh, but I don't think I ever like thought about being a writer um, ever. Uh, it was something I wanted to do, kind of going into college, but I. I, I think, uh, let me know, let me know what you think about this coming from a small town. Did you like growing up, did you like grow up, like become an adult thinking there were like three jobs, lawyer, teacher, and like just, and working in a factory? Like I, I didn't know there were any other jobs that existed until I got to college. Yes. And yeah, even that's... beyond college. Yes. Um, no, same thing. It was like, I knew that there were a handful of things that people did but like when I talk to people on here who have been like actors or like they like likes, you know, comedy or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I just knew like that was what is like. I didn't know that was a job. Like, yeah. I just yeah, I thought you were like a teacher or like you worked. Yeah. Like you said, there were like three or four jobs and then that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the professional jobs in small towns are mostly just that teacher, lawyer, I mean, sales and stuff, but like, like no one, no one is being like, Hey Quinn, you could be like a color corrector for commercials or something, (laughs) you know? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, um, what are those people that do like at the hospital, the x-ray tech? Yeah. Yeah. Like none of that. Yeah. Like you never, I, even like when I went to the doctor, I wasn't like, Oh, this is somebody's job. Like it was like, they were like this intangible 
thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I guess that makes sense that you were like, I like writing, but, and I'm good at it. Cause I, not to brag, but I won a short story award about, did you say a cloud? It was a clown, a clown. A clown. I God, I can't remember what happened. Like a clown in a studio. Man, I remember, I think they blew up. Maybe this was a violent story, and they're like, just appease this kid. He's, he's a psycho. They're like, if he doesn't win, they're yeah. like, the shit will fly off the rails. We have got to give him this award. <laughs> and oh, he never man. turned back. Okay, so no. that's is that the first thing that you remember, like, ri- actually writing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you um, like school as a kid? Um, I didn't dislike it. Okay. I, I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I think there were subjects I liked, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't a kid that was like, I got to get out of here at all. Because um, okay. I had like friends. I had a good, pretty good group of friends, and um, I think I m- mostly stayed in line. I, I wasn't really speaking out, speaking out of turn too much. So. <laughs> Um, did you, as you started getting a little older, did you like, did you get involved in things? Like I'm thinking we had this in like middle school in our school corporation. Like we had like a magazine or like a yearbook staff, like all of that kind of stuff. Did you get involved in any of that? Or were you just sort of like marching to graduation? <laughs> yeah, I mostly, I, I think I was mostly marching towards graduation. I, okay. I did like, I was in like extracurriculars, like the t- typical stuff, but I didn't do like yearbook or even like cl- school newspaper. Yeah. Um, I, I did like, I took like creative writing. I think it was like a, not a required class, but I took that. And then that was, that was a, a similar thing where like my teacher would be like, you're good at this. Like this is, you're doing like, this was good. Yeah. And, and that felt good. So I just kept pursuing that. But like, I actually went into college as like a chemistry major. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I, I took a, one chemistry class at U of I and was like, I can't, I was not prepared for this <laughs> at all. Um, so then I was like English, I can do English major. I liked like English classes and stuff, but, but yeah, I think like, r- like writing or journalism wise, I am like a very bad case to follow because <laughs> I just did not have any, like, didn't do like any sort of journalism as a kid or even in college really. Yeah. Would you go back to school now? Ooh. Um, like some people I are like, about it. fuck school. Like, I'm so glad to never, like, I would go back in a heartbeat to high school. I th- oh, like that, like that, like go back in time. I think I would, I, honestly. Yeah. Do you have like, do you have your brain, your current brain? I hope so. Cause I yeah. would do things way differently then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't hate high school. Um, but I definitely like wasn't good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I got through, but, um, yeah, I, would, I think I would go back. It yeah. wasn't something that I like despise. No, I, it, it was great for me, honestly. Like high school was, um, for me was, it, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was like the best. Um, yeah. and I like went to high school, so I'm older than you, but I, I think at least people tell me, um, <laughs> but, uh, I went to like I was going to school when like all of those like late 90s teen movies were coming out. Mm, so it was like yeah. it was like I to me that was like the golden age of like just those like American Pie like shit like that. I I love those movies. Can't hardly wait. Like I could watch all but so to me like 
in my mind, that's what it was like. I mean, I was like definitely on the nerdy end of the people, like trying to just get into the party. Um, yeah. But it was still fun. I had a blast. That uh, was such a golden age of like, yeah, like I remember those movies and just being like, I can't wait. But then I remember, <laughs> I think I was getting to high school. I was like, well, this is nothing like, yeah. like what, what's an American file. Like I don't have a lake house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was that was like the parallels stopped at the fact that they were portraying like people in high school and I was <laughs> yeah. in high school. That was, that was the actual although we did have a really hot. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, but we had a really, really, really hot like uh, high school secretary who was kind Ooh. of like Stifler's mom um, a little bit. Interesting. Um, and she's I, so she doesn't look as hot today. But I mean, I've been out of high school in <laughs> 20 plus years. Um, yeah. But yeah, she. uh Every guy there was like, oh, yeah, she's like, you know, so if there was like the, definitely the Stifler's mom thing going on there. She um, had like the older lady, like je ne sais quoi, but she was probably like 27 or something. <laughs> <laughs> she um, <clears throat> she looked a little like the nurse on the cover of that Blink-182 album. OK, yep. Yep. Pictured it right yeah. away. Knew yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And she would like sunbathe on the steps at lunch. OK, who is this lady? <laughs> this, this is like questionable now. <laughs> Uh, she, yeah, I, she, I don't know if she listens to this podcast or anybody that does that knows her. So I probably shouldn't like call her out by name, but, um, she knew what she was doing. She knew, yeah. she absolutely knew what she was doing. Um, and it, I was not mad about it one bit, Yeah, nor was anyone yeah. else that I went to school with. I mean, how, what was your class? Like everybody must've known everybody there, right? Mostly, yeah. And actually, like, one of her kids was a year younger than me. Oh, no. God, he's mortified. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. that poor kid. He's yeah. Like, he's like, hey, your mom is uh, sunbathing on the steps again. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, oh, man. Super hot. Su and yeah, I'm giving away too much. Her husband was also on the school board. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Power couple. Mm hmm. It says, uh, maybe this is my sitcom coming to, I'm, as I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, there's a lot of gold here. <clears throat> yeah. I could bring back like the American pie style movie <clears throat> for a new yeah. generation though, I guess. Yeah. Just, everyone's just kind of like awkwardly taking peeks out the window. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so Instead hot. of sunbathing, she's like <laughs> posting to TikTok. Um, yeah. and then they're all like following her and it says like hashtag FYP. Is that what it, F for your page? Something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's I, right. Yeah. I, somebody told me that that's what you're supposed to put on there if you post something. It helps <laughs> with the algorithm. For, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but but then the arresting officer was actually somebody that had a crush on her in high school because of course he's a small uh, town cop. Oh my uh, god. I got to I got to write this down. Write this down. <laughs> this <is so> good. <laughs> I'll be up all night banging this script out. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay, sorry. We go that was a that was a way out way off topic. Um when, so, so obviously you're writing, like you said, you went to, you ended up going to school for chemistry, but you liked doing writing. When did you realize that you were funny? Mm, this is, a, this is, um, it's okay know. to acknowledge that you're funny, by the way. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I think I'm, I have enough confidence to say that I can just overcome my just uh, baseline self-hate for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, because I, I think, like, when I got to college, I did, there was a college newspaper called The Booze News, which was okay. kind of like a funny, satirical, um, like, alt alternative student paper. 
Um, and I was like immediately interested in joining that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like, I mean, we didn't have any, any sort of thing in, in our high school or town that like fostered like being funny or comedy or anything like that. I mean, no one was like making YouTube videos right. it was before then. And, um, <laughs> I think we did like, I, I was on like the fine arts thing that, so we would like write some sketches and stuff, but I didn't know, like I had no idea what improv or anything was right. in college. Um, so I joined that. And then I think that's where kind of like my, like, Oh, I can be, I can fuse my like writing ability with being funny. And, um, it kind of, that kind of like set me on the path. Okay. Uh, okay. And then you were like, oh, and chemistry's hard, so I'll switch to English because yeah, it's a little like, easier. Is, yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> what, um, so once you like made the switch over to English, were you like, I'm going to be an English teacher? Like, I'm going to go and get a graduate degree? Like, I'm just going to read books? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think I, I set out being like, um, I'll do, I'll, I'll be like an English professor or maybe teacher. Um, like one of my friends, um, a kid I like really idolized when I got to college, he, he's an English professor now. And I think I was like really wanting to follow in his footsteps. Um, but then I, I cause I, I liked school and like, I was, I was fine at doing English and stuff, but I think I got out, I graduated like right around 2011 or yeah. So it was just kind of like the uh the dredges of the of the housing crisis so the economy wasn't great and i was like well i'm not gonna (laughs) go to get my phd or whatever so i just kind of like scrapped around (laughs) okay so okay right on um how this is where you met amanda right that's right yeah Yeah. oh yeah Mm -hmm. okay how long were you there before you guys met uh i I met her right before senior year Um, okay so a while. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I had, um, I was editor of that. I'd become the editor of that paper. Okay. Uh, and she, <laughs> she was a junior and she applied. Uh, so then I interviewed her. It's probably, you know, there's probably some ethic, ethical violations, but let's go, kind of like, you know, it's yeah. Fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I interviewed her. I interviewed her for a writer and she was, she's funny. She's Amanda's hilarious. Um, she is. And she, yeah, she she joined staff, and it actually took a while. Uh, like we didn't, we weren't like immediately dating, um, or even like I don't know. I think I, I was just kind of like kind of a, a dumb kid, and I think I just didn't realize <laughs> that like she was flirting with me a lot, and so it went from there. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so she made the first move, though, is what I'm hearing. If she was like flirting with you, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. So how That's long? How I remember it. Okay. The um, how long was it before you met Mandy? Which is like Ooh. for people listening, mm-hmm. I, I guess. Do you want to explain who Mandy is? Oh, sure. I asked permission um, to bring this up, by the way, because I was not okay. about to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to hear from uh, Miss Mandy. It's mm-hmm. another alter ego. So I don't know. It's funny because she said, like, growing up, none of her friends ever called her Mandy. Um, she was always Amanda. Like, never had the nickname Mandy. But, um, she, she would sometimes like come home, like from the bar or something, or just be like snappy and just kind of like have a little more attitude than she, than she normally does. And I was like, like, okay, I'm not talking to Amanda anymore. This is Mandy. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's when, that's when Mandy came out. And then there's another, there's another tier to that of who, who I rarely see, but that's Miss Mandy. 
Mm. You don't you don't want to mess with Miss Mandy. I don't think I've seen that one. I have seen Mandy on a few occasions, and we at work like mm-hmm. we used to always say that she that Mandy signed her name with a heart over the eye. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very kind of like Mariah Carey, like uh, like smiling, but like you know. But also knows that she's the fucking best, which is why she can be yeah. Mandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We loved when Mandy would come out at work. But again, like you know, we only got we were we had like limited exposure. It'd be like fifteen to thirty minutes, and then on to the next meeting. You know, mm-hmm. wait, I want to hear what what happened. I, I don't think I've heard a story like this. I don't. Um, I think more we like talked it up. Like we, mm-hmm. I think it was more like we heard fun stories about uh, Mandy. And then like somehow w- there was like hurricane Mandy, which was like maybe a drunken mess version. Um, uh, <laughs> but um, Mandy, Mandy at work, like she would get sassy on occasion, but it wasn't honestly, she, it didn't really come out a lot at work. Yeah. I think she would probably say that I was like more sassy than her at work. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, <clears throat> like her baseline is so like level that it's, yeah. it stands out when even it's like just a smidge. So, yeah. Um, okay. So you're in still, you're still in college and is that mm-hmm. when you started working for the black sheep? Yeah. So that's, so um, is that the same booze, as, yeah. Okay. The booze news uh, um, decided that they wanted to like reach out to more schools and like be more advertiser friendly. So they, so they changed from booze news to the black sheep. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess uh, <laughs> booze news is probably a little not family yeah. safe for, yeah. <laughs> um, what for people like me that are older than you, cause I think the company was technically founded in like 2009, if my research is correct. And it's very focused on a college age audience, which at this point I was already going to my first class reunion um, so for old people like me, can you kind of explain what the black sheep is? It's a, it's a cool model, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so I think when they changed to the black sheep was in 2009, cause I think they, I okay. think the booze news started maybe 2004, 2002 or something. But okay. anyway, um, basically the way it worked is like we would set. So I, I went on to work at the corporate um, mm-hmm. office in Chicago for a while and we, the way the way the model kind of worked is we would set up um, similar editorial staffs on specific campuses, um, which is cool because like every every college kind of has like their own independent set, satirical like news newspaper, um, and it's usually student run and and some variation of that, but. And then it, and I felt bad because like sometimes we would come in like the corporate suits and be like, here's what we're going to set this up. Like we're like McDonald's coming in to like (laughs) eat up the mom and shop, mom and pop shop. But um, basically we would, we would um, recruit people, recruit an editor, um, then recruit like a staff of writers and they would all write very um, campus specific, like satire. Like it, um, for a while, we would just do, we would do like top tens and write kind of like some newsy related stuff, um, with just like, a a more sardonic, uh, twist. So yeah, we, we, it wasn't all, it wasn't like purely the onion. Um, for a while we would do like top tens or just being like top 10, like statues on campus and stuff like that. Um, and some news related stuff, but yeah, it, it worked well. Like kids really liked it. Um, they, they ate it up. Uh, eventually we kind of started doing more satire cause it was just easy to like cover news in that form. And it was kind of easier to teach that like teaching 
like comedy writing is just, I don't know, it's really hard. And I think you, some people just have it and some don't, I don't know. I, I became kind of cynical at this <laughs> job because it was just like, uh, it was, it was kind of a lot. Um, but it, it was interesting and it, it was fun and we, we did well, like we were doing well. And then Facebook, um, uh, you know, tweaked their timeline, our traffic crashed and started doing like more social media, focusing on memes. Uh, but it was, it was a big operation. We would have like 10 kids at each school. And it was like, I think we were at like 75 schools for a while Yeah, doing videos and, and each school had their Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, plus the like paper. We were in print at like, like, uh, 20 schools for a while. And then, and then obviously stopped doing that. Right. Uh, but, but that was, it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. On it, uh, only related because of the name. Um, who's the black sheep in your family? Ooh, um, I want to say me because I think it's cool to be the black sheep, but I, I don't yeah. know. I, we're all kind of like black sheep. I think everyone in the family ended up kind of doing their own their own thing. <laughs> uh, I think I might be too. So I'm with you. Nice. You're, you're in okay company. I, don't, I won't say good. Right. You're in okay company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let's shift to Mel. Uh, you currently working at Mel Magazine, um, and according to your bio, covering internet culture, technology, mm-hmm. health, and masculinity. Um, mm-hmm. So you've <laughs> tackled some pretty tough topics in articles. I'm going to read like four different articles, um, <laughs> titles. Uh, Do your balls have taste buds? I dunked them to find out. Mm-hmm. An yeah. oral history of snake on Nokia. Um, the best way to smoke weed in your hotel room, according to science. Right. And why putting your hands down your pants helps you fall asleep. Oh, yeah. um, that one spoke to me because that's something that I started doing recently. Oh, really? Does it help? Yeah. Uh, it does help. I, but what I found now, and I haven't told my wife this yet. So mm-hmm. like I usually it's like right when I'm ready to like actually go to sleep. Not like that I'm laying down in bed and like we're talking or, you know, it's like mm-hmm. lights out, like everyone's doing their own shit at this point. And it's like, it's a little like Al Bundy for me. So it's just like, just, and how? just like in the top, <laughs> you know, like just in the top of my waistband um, oh, oh, oh. is where Wait, my hands go. Uh, he does Al that. Do? Wait, Al Bundy does that on like on the couch on Married with Children. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was yeah. thinking about Ted Bundy. Oh, like, that would be different. Yeah. Me? She would know about that, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's something that's just happened in the last couple of months. And like, I literally can't fall asleep if my hands aren't in my pants waistband. That's interesting. So I might need I can't to remember like, what the, what was the conclusion? Did you read? I'm going to, I'm going to have to look back. Um, I was grabbing I some titles. Like, I bookmarked it. I was grabbing some titles though. Cause I wanted to show your range. You know, I didn't want to like put you in a oh, hole. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't pigeonhole me. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Not, that's not, um, and then there was also the um, the the recent article that you wrote about the gentleman who spent was it like one hundred fifty dollars to eat at Six Flags mm. all year that went viral. Right. Correct. Yeah. Um, mm. What? So tell us about that. And then um, I'm going to ask you a couple of specific questions about like just you know working at Mel and and some of the things you've worked on. Sure. Um, so with the Six Flags guy, um, so that was actually spotted by um, one of my coworkers, Magdalene Taylor. Um, she had seen, I think, someone on TikTok. Um, oh no, it was like it was a tweet or something. Someone tweeted like my elderly next door neighbor um, 
goes to six flat walks across the street to six flags to eat lunch every day and like that's how that's the person i want to retire as so then um they kind of pose like in our morning pitch meetings they're like i wonder if anybody does this like someone has to do this it's it's a it's a great loophole so she and she actually found he so she found him on on reddit too um like usually we just kind of dig through Reddit and try to find people who like confess to, cause I like, I, I tend to be the one who finds people who do like really weird things <laughs> for some reason. Um, people really like to open up to me on, on the internet. Um, I love that. Which is strange. Um, but he, so I reached out to him um, who he had, he had like in a comment like four years ago said like, Oh, I do this. Like I've been doing it for a couple of years. Like I work next to it. Um, and he was like, just kind of telling this to other people on reddit like three years ago um so i reached out and i was like hey like i know this is extremely uh out of the blue but and i don't know if you still do this but this comment you made three years ago <laughs> on reddit about uh going to six flags and eating eating uh your meals there like you, like would you be interested in talking about that and he was like oh yeah like i'd love to and he he was like so nice and so open uh like like genuinely kind of shocking that he was a like completely normal dude who yeah. was like nice and put together and not like a very just not like I don't know what I was expecting but it wasn't um like a, a well put together person who like could carry on a conversation <laughs> I mean he ate he ate every meal at Six Flags every single meal um so basically his his loophole was that you can buy a season pass there with a dining pass for, I think it was like a hundred bucks, maybe or 150 bucks. Um, and that's, that's for the year, but that includes up to two meals a day. Um, they had to be like separated by a few hours, but basically you can get two meals a day there. Um, for the whole year for $150. And usually people like buy this when they go because they're like, Oh, we're probably going to buy, a few meals there, or like maybe we're going to do like a weekend. So they're like, and meals are like super expensive there too. So people do it. They buy the dining pass. They only go for like two days and then, and then six flags makes a ton of money. Yep. But not if people start going there and eating every single meal there, every single day of the year. Um, and that's basically what he did, uh, for, for the first year he, he ate lunch and dinner there every okay. day, every single day. He said he didn't go grocery shopping for an entire year. Wow. It, it was incredible. Um, and then he, yeah, and then he started, he like got married and uh, paid down his student debt. Uh, you know, one, just one strange trick that uh, <laughs> loan charts hate is eating at Six Flags every day. Um, wow. Yeah. And so that story, like that was earlier this year, like just kind of went viral, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was probably the, the biggest article I've had. Um, and, and just in the sense of like, so he, he like rightfully, like it wasn't necessary for him to like use a, use a pseudonym or just like kind of use his first name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gave him the option because I kind of had, I kind of like was like, this, this could do pretty well. And I don't want like people to like, I don't know just go after him. Like it's just different now right? Uh, when people put their names and, on stuff. So he only used his first name. Um, but people like it, it went so big that like local news rate, like my, so my, basically what I was saying is people didn't reach out to him. They reached out to me sure. to get him. <laughs> uh, 
so my my inbox was just flooded for like three days with local news, radio stations, um, people like I mean it went. I think like a Japanese outlet wrote about it. Like it just went like worldwide. It was, it was crazy. Um, and some people did like somehow track down, like text this guy's like wife and mom or like, Hey, do you know Dylan from this article? I was like, God, like why are people so crazy? <laughs> I felt awful. I felt so bad for him. Um, but he ended up doing, we ended up do, or just, he did, he did, he did, um, wait, wait, don't tell me on NPR. Yeah. Um, I think that there was going to be, he was going to do insider edition. They were going to like go with him to six flags. I don't know if that ended up happening, but, um, yeah, it, it was just, it like was insane. Yeah. It was crazy. It was, and like, yeah, like it, it honestly, it was, it was, it did so well that it kind of, um, it was kind of a, a, a reckoning for me a little bit because like, it was just a moment in where I was just like, Oh, this is like, this is what I like strive to do in this job. Like you strive to just have articles that are really popular. And, and, and then after that, it was just like, okay, like, what are you working on next? Like it was, I don't know. I don't want, like, I wasn't like wanting like a pat on the head or anything, but I just kind of saw what, what success looked like. And I was just like, Oh, okay. So, yeah. So this is it. And speaking of Twitter followers, like didn't, didn't get any, like no, (laughs) no, like no, like reasonable or like, tangible benefits from this article just going like exploding international. So I was like, okay, I don't know. Maybe I need to do something else or something. <laughs> oh, geez. You could always be an English teacher. You still get that yeah. PhD. <laughs> yeah. What's, true. do you have an article or, uh, that you've written or that um, you would say is, uh, is the like most fascinating story or person that you got to talk to? Hmm. Um, let's see. I, it's it spans like different categories like there was an article one of my favorite articles i did was there's like a meme of like (laughs) it's like it's like um some reaction meme and it's like when it's like when the um like funeral director cremates my body but i'd eaten like three thousand or like 10 pounds of popcorn seeds (laughs) and it's just like popcorn blowing up everywhere so i asked i actually asked like a mortician if if popcorn would explode <laughs> in my body if I got cremated. Uh, and they, they answered it and they were very nice. And like, I, for some reason that is one of my favorite articles because it's just so goofy. Um, I love articles that just kind of like ask very, like approach very, very dumb questions um, with very serious math, like the, like the um, smoking weed in the hotel. Yeah. Hotel uh, bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> do you, um, do you have a piece that, it's like asking you to pick your favorite kid. Do you have an article that you're most proud of? Yeah. Um, I have a couple. Usually it's like the ones that are, that are pretty deeply reported. Like not like I have, I end up writing a lot of, um, kind of like fluffy, stupid articles just cause I like have a quota to hit every week. So I don't, <laughs> I, it's hard to like r- dig into like the, the articles that take a lot of work, which is depressing, but there's an article I wrote, um, about, there was one about like Fox news. Um, I talked to like some relatives who had people like who had like a dad or a sister or a brother who listened to Fox news and like, didn't believe that COVID was real. And then they got sick and it was like very scary for them. And, and it was just, it was a very like heart wrenching story um, in like the early days of the pandemic. And then there was another one um, 
about like Walmart when when the uh, um, stimulus checks came out. Like Walmart corporate was like wheeling out the big big screen TVs and like trying to get people to buy like expensive items. And I just talked to like employees who are like, "This sucks. I'm getting paid like minimum wage, and we're and like having to work overtime with with the stimulus checks coming in." It was it, it was I like that one because. It yeah. felt like I was I was kind of doing contributing to society a little more than <laughs> than like uh, than like how cold can my dick get or does it have taste buds or something? <laughs> <laughs> Which those are fun too, you know. Those, those yeah. are always fun. Very important, but always always thoroughly reported on, like you said. Like mm-hmm. you, you may not have the time to go deep, but there's uh, you know you're not leaving stones unturned necessarily either. Yeah, I think that's my <laughs> that's become one of my my strong suits. Yeah. For my editors, it's just that I exhaust every <laughs> subject, like way beyond necessary. Okay, so my last question is: um, obviously, you're working at Mel, uh, doing a ton of writing. What do you have? Like, what are you? <laughs> what like what, what's next for you? Do you know at this point? Are you like? Do you have other projects you're working on on the side? Do you not want to talk about mm-hmm. it? <laughs> oh, like uh, like big picture, not just like what's my next? Yeah, what's yeah, coming up. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know. Um, I have a I have a book coming out next in the spring. Um, I wrote a book about Google Glass. Oh, congrats! Yeah, Google Glass. I, I feel like I've said it. it's hard to say Google Glass. Google, <laughs> you want to say like Google Glass, right? Google Glass. I don't know, but anyway, it's about Google Glass, um, the rise and fall of Google Glass. Like it was, they came out. Google like touted it as like this very the next thing, and then it just just utterly collapsed and was a huge failure and. Mm-hmm. Everyone made fun of it. Um, so that's coming out in spring. Um, and then after that, I don't know. I mean, like, it sounds very dumb to say, but it would be cool to, like, just write, do that, like, full-time, just write a book and, like, maybe do stuff on the side. Um, but I think you have to be, like, a pretty established writer. <laughs> to, like, I don't, th- I think, like, serious journals don't need to do that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Might, might, yeah. Interesting. Do you do you have a release date for the book or just spring at this point? It's just, uh, it's just um, spring or early. It could be like February or March. Okay, something like okay. that. Right on. We'll keep an eye out for yeah. it. Do you do you have a title already? Um, yeah, it's called Google Glass. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> uh, I think like tech, it's part of a series called Remember the Internet, which like each book is about a very like little specific thing um about the internet because like in a way and this is something i come across like with with researching and stuff a lot of stuff that happened online just like like myspace mm-hmm. um just gone like everything that happened on myspace like our old myspace pages it's just gone there's nothing there like if you wanted to look back um <clears throat> so the idea for this series is to like do a physical have a physical like memoir rendition of this thing that happened online um so It'll be, it'll be cool. It's interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. I knew yeah. you were doing research on it, but I didn't realize it was for a book. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Um, those are the questions I have for the first round. Are you good to move into the second round, the five for five round? Sure. Let's do it. So this um, round is called the five for five. Uh, I have five questions for you. You have five questions for me. So um, it is named after the Arby's culinary deal of the 90s, where you get five classic roast beef sandwiches <laughs> for $5. 
Um, I'm having Arby's for dinner tonight. I'm pumped. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. It's, I got to go do that and then get groceries tonight. I have a big night out here in the suburbs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you are the guest, so you uh, can start with your first question. Who I start? Okay. Um, well, let's see. Got them all written down. I believe you told um, me they were going to be scathing. So I've been sw- yeah. I've been sweating a little oh, bit. Please, like we've talked about this. I am a serious journalist. <laughs> true. True. Um, one question I wanted to ask is what's the, what's the closest restaurant you've Uber Eats from or, or DoorDash? <laughs> uh, okay. So I have to ask because I, I want to make sure to play by the rules. Could it mm-hmm. be from a specific restaurant through their individual delivery service, not through a third party? Yeah. Okay. Oh, then yeah. I definitely I have a great answer. Um, okay. <laughs> when I lived in the West loop, um, in Chicago, there, I lived in a building that had a Sarpino's pizza in the lobby and they had free delivery. Oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so all winter when, when I didn't want to leave to go get anything, but I wanted to eat something like order food, I would yeah. order Sarpino's and make them literally walk out their front door around the corner of the building to the elevator up to the fifth floor and bring it to my door. And all I had to do was give them like a small tip. But so that became way too much of a frequent occurrence uh, yeah. because of their free delivery. And they were open till like three in the morning. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. And at this point, I was still like drinking. I was like in my late 20s. Um, you know, it like it was all of the things that could go wrong. Oh, yeah. Went wrong. That's a perfect storm. Yeah. But so Sarpino's literally like was five floors down for me. And I ordered delivery from there at a minimum once a week. Yeah, at least there's an elevator, so so someone's not having to climb the stairs. But that is dangerous. That is like so dangerous. I would yeah. do that. I would I would cave to that all the time. Yeah, out here the closest in the suburbs, there's a Popeyes that's sort of like um, adjacent to the closest intersection to our building, um, mm-hmm. and I have ordered I have ordered delivery from there because it's very. <laughs> I can justify anything, Quinn. Um, oh, uh, yeah. The way that the drive-thru is set up, you can't easily turn in from where I would have to come. So I'd have to, like, go oh, down sure. to the next light, turn around, like, and then come and turn right into their parking lot. Oh, so I'm like, this is too much. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. yeah. So um, so I have done that. But I could literally – I think if I had, like, put it on Google Maps and put walk, it would say, like, two and a half minutes to Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> but I've ordered from there as well. That's great. We have a McDonald's that's like <clears throat> a, literally a block down demon, <laughs> but it's just, it's just so fast. And like, and I think the drivers like it. Cause it's like, they get it. They get a, a, a decent tip and it takes them like five seconds to do it. Yeah. So but again, justifying, Absolutely. justifying me ordering like three milkshakes at <laughs> 11 o'clock at night. You're supporting the economy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. The gig economy. Exactly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> My first question for you is also um, food related. What is okay. the worst pizza topping? Ooh, mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. <gasps> yes, me either. That was going to be, yes, that's my oh, answer okay. always. Because the other thing that's hard about mushrooms is they're hard to pick off. Yeah, they're slimy. Yeah. They're gross. Yeah, and they like break down and like into smaller mushroom pieces. They're all mm-hmm. over. Um, yeah, that's a, that, God, I'm so it's, glad you said that. Like, it's kind of like, for me, it's kind of like, you know, how people say they don't like cilantro because yeah. it's just like the taste stands out for me. That's what mushrooms do. It tastes like, like gross dirt 
and just ruins everything else. I agree. I won't eat mushrooms on anything. Yeah. Um, I and hate I, them. I, I'm normally not a picky eater. Like I don't, I like to be the person who's like, Oh, just get whatever on the pizza. That's fine. But I just can't, I mushrooms. I just can't do. Yeah. I draw the line with mushrooms. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad we, so we could absolutely share a pizza then. That's amazing. Oh, that's right. That's good. <laughs> All right. It's time for your second question. Okay. Um, so, so you're, you're good at Twitter. Like you tweet, you tweet a lot. You're tweeting jokes, which I don't, because I, I think I, I, I get the draft and then I, and then I decide I hate it and I hate everything. And I, and I delete it. I don't tweet anything, but I wanted to, so I wanted to kind of uh, ask you about one of these tweets and you could maybe just describe your, your process. <laughs> okay. This is amazing. Um, on June 27th, you tweeted of this year. I wish I, I wish I actually knew someone named Jimmy. And that was, that was the full tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, of this year I said that? Yeah, I think June 27th. Oh, maybe it was last year. It could have been last year. Jenny with a, how, can you spell it? Jimmy as in J-I-M-M-Y. I wish I actually knew somebody named Jimmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do know somebody named Jimmy. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> um... So Maybe now, this was a subtweet. Maybe you were trying to like hurt his feelings. It well, my head went to um, where I thought it was going. Was there used there was a um, there was a storyline on WWE where uh, our truth had an invisible friend named Little Jimmy, um, and I was wondering mm-hmm. if it was a tweet in response to one of the Raw segments. But I don't know, like if that was on Monday night. Also, though, I could have been watching it like at a different time. But I probably would have tweeted that during Raw. Um, so we'd have to find the time, the timestamp. Yeah, we would need to find the timestamp. I'm sure there was something going on that it was in response to, like somebody was calling. <laughs> like there was a Jimmy in, like, I, but I don't remember. Were there any replies to it? Or, um, I like how I'm asking you. Like, it's on my freaking <laughs> Twitter feed. <laughs> I th- I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea then. <laughs> I thought it was going to be some profound tweet. Uh, no, I, I liked I liked this one because I just I wanted to know just what you know what what are you grabbing from the ether up there that that just pulls into? <laughs> I wish I knew someone named Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know. And now I can't. Where'd it go? It's disappeared. Did I make this up? You might have. No, it's, <laughs> it's got to be here. <laughs> okay, you found it. You found the tweet. Yeah, it's the same. Okay, it's Jiminy. Which it, which actually takes the tweet like ten, like it makes it so much better. Jiminy is is that's funny. I like that. Okay, yeah. So it was about Jiminy Cricket, obviously. Jimmy Cricket, and he was very or profound. Jimmy Blick. Uh, it was Jiminy Cricket for sure. I've never seen. Uh, <laughs> I don't you know. You just know. Uh, no, yeah. Jiminy it was Jiminy Cricket, uh, okay. and I. We were probably watching a Disney movie. I'm you so actually named Jimmy. <laughs> Jiminy, God, Jiminy. That makes more sense, at least. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a good name. I feel it is. Yeah. Bring that back. Um, you know, you have, uh, if if you have family members being born soon, you could try to suggest that and see how people take <laughs> yeah. that take that suggestion. Uh, my second question for you is: What's a word or phrase that you in your family use regularly that people outside of your family might not understand? And I can give you an example if you need one. Okay. <laughs> You want the example or you? I I think I need the example. Okay. So, for example, in my wife's family, um, 
if you make like uh, cinnamon rolls for breakfast, they're not called mm-hmm. cinnamon rolls. They're called sin babes. So like everyone Ooh. in our family, if you say sin babes, they know exactly what we're talking about. We'll be like, yeah, we're having breakfast. We're having this. We're having this. We're having sin babes. Nobody will ever say cinnamon rolls, but everyone knows exactly what to expect. So I didn't know if you had a word like in your family or even you and Amanda, like that you use. Hmm. But like, if I heard you say it, I wouldn't know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. I, I don't know. I'm sure my family has like referred to something that's, that's like that. I don't know if like, cause my mom just says like the most insane things all the time. <laughs> um, so we'll kind of like continue those going, but Amanda and I like have developed like a weird uh, language lingo a little bit where we like to, <laughs> this is, it's so ridiculous, but we like to like, sometimes we'll soften the hard consonants and things. Okay. Um, so if we're like, uh, like, did you order the pizza? We'll just say like, B, like pizza. It's, it's like hard to say. <laughs> um, and I don't know why. And when we did, we did it like 10, like it's, it's been years of us doing this and we just started doing it. Uh, and it just spiraled out of control mm-hmm. where now, like sometimes we'll, we'll like harden soft consonants. Um, so if anybody like heard us talking in the apartment, they would think we like absolutely lost it. <laughs> uh, but that's like a little, a little thing that we've, that we've kind of done, and, yeah. you know, it makes you laugh. You're on the same page. It, it totally works. Yeah. It totally works. So, right. so, okay. Can you say it like in one full sentence now? Like, like if you're going to say, see, did yeah. you order the pizza? Yeah. Or I'll, let's say, um, like, uh, we'd be like, we need to order a new day table for that Dennis bug bug. Like, <laughs> God, it's like, you have to like, it's you, you like start doing like a low voice. Yeah. I don't know. But you would know you, the two of you would know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Right on. I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. It's time for your third question for me. Okay. Let's, so, so it actually kind of goes from my last one. Um, pitch, pitch me on wrestling. Cause I, I, I want to get into it. Okay. And I, and I, I was into it for, for a while. I think growing up, I was into like, the, cause it was really big in like the early nineties, like WWE and stuff. Yep. And I was into it. Um, but you, you love wrestling. I, I love think wrestling. you're like probably the person I know who, uh, <laughs> who like actively like tweets about it and stuff. Yeah. There are like a few like sports writers. I know there are like a couple guys who like, like some people like are really into it. Yeah. Um, so like, how would, how would like a beginner get in? Like if I wanted to just like sit down and be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to become a wrestling fan. Like where, where would I start? Well, so if, if, um, I would have to ask you, like, what about it appeals to you? Like, is it the mm-hmm. athleticism or is it like the storytelling and characters? Because there are multiple ways in. And I think either mm-hmm. one, like, I would cater the pitch. Yeah, I think I think for me, it would probably be 60-40. Because I think I remember I remember liking the storylines Yeah, a lot, like the heels and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the stuff that I, I like to follow. Yeah. Um, so I think with the story then, okay, so it's... <laughs> It's, it's, you know, it's, um, it's a constantly evolving play on like good versus evil. And mm. so the good, the good thing about it is, is that, um, w- with the internet and like with, uh, them coming out about how it's like predetermined, you know, years ago at this point, um, it's created more shades of gray. So it used to be very mm. like black and white. So it was like good guy, bad guy. 
but you know, like now you'll have things where it's like, you might tell this whole story as like somebody that's writing and you might say like, this guy's a, is a great, like, he's a good guy, right? Like he's, um, he does everything by the book. Like he wants to win and fight fair and square, but like, maybe he realizes there's something going on where like he has to do something a little outside the rules, um, to help if he's going to want, if he's going to get the victory, right? Like, and so he probably mm. learns that over this, the period of time, but it's, um, it's, it really is. It's, it's as simple as like the good versus evil and really hooking people in. And so I think the other thing that, um, has happened is, uh, the stories have become increasingly personal. Um, mm. so you have to like relate it to the person that you're in a feud with, right? Like you can't just say these two guys are going out here and they're going to have a match for 15 minutes, uh, like a 15 minute match, like you have to give them a reason to want to fight each other. Right. Like oh, why wow, do they okay. not like each other? Like, why does this guy care? Some of it is about, of course, like the prize of the belt and like winning a match and having a better win loss record. But if, if you want it to be like a meaningful story, you really have to like hook. Why do they not like each other? What is the, like what spawned the feud? Like how is somebody going to win the feud and like put it behind them? You know, and then you get into like, if you're behind the scenes, it's like, how do I have somebody lose this feud, but not look like a total fucking like worthless piece of shit because I have to put them into another feud down the road, you know? So it's like, you have to like balance their credibility. It's very, um, it's very simple, but very complex at the same time. I was going to say it's, it's very, there's a lot of like layers and complexity. Yeah. I would say, um, so I would say two things. I think if you wanted to try it for the first time (laughs) again, you should go to a live event. Um, yeah, I could see that. And, um, and I would probably recommend, I don't know. I was going to say, well, like if you're going for story and you want to be able to like suspend the disbelief and just get caught up in that, um, the storylines for WWE aren't great right now, but they hmm. do more like, um, narr- like it's more about the stories. Whereas like in AEW, it happens more organically. AEW is like this competitor league that's kind of come on the scene yeah. in the last few years. Um, it happens more organically. Like there'll be like verbal sparring and things like that, but there's not like backstage skits and like, it's not like a okay. soap opera. See, I, I think I would like that actually more. The, I think I would like it to feel a little more organic. Okay. I then think. yeah. And AEW is, um, they're not doing everything perfect, but it's, uh, they're listening to what, what fans have been unhappy with at WWE. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's now they'll be on the cutting edge. That's I would say, stuff. yeah, AEW do a live show. They actually come to the State Farm Center uh, nice. uh, down on campus, uh, I think, um, because Tony Khan, who's the guy, he like went to um, University of Illinois. Oh, and he's like the, right. he's the guy that runs the company, AEW. Damn. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to um, go, let me know. I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would definitely go. I think. I mean, I just sound. It also sounds like a very fun, like live event to go to. You just like scream and, and yeah. like it's just a, a rip roar and good time. Yeah, um, absolutely. Another fun, fun auto effect. Uh, just to bring it a little full circle. One of there was a girl. Um, I uh, can't remember her. Canellis Maria Canellis. Oh she yeah. Was like a. She was a um, wrestling <clears throat> like a. I can't remember what, um, she was a wrestler. I think yep. she ended up wrestling. Yep. She's a wrestler. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that was like a, what, that was like a, uh, a brush with fame that Ottawa got. Yeah. <laughs> that was when she was, um, 
So that was fun. She's pretty, she's pretty famous in the wrestling world. And her husband is also a wrestler. His name is Mike Bennett. Um, and they both, they actually still live in Ottawa, I believe. Oh, really? Yep. That's funny. Yeah. I like that. Good yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she is, um, I would love to have her on this podcast. Well, him too, but, um, I've tried to, I've tried to reach out to her and I haven't heard back anything yet. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Maybe we'll I see. can see. <laughs> I mean, I could just show up at her house. And ask, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems yeah. reasonable. <laughs> Good. Um, just your all your podcast stuff. Just yeah, like, uh, a tumbler, a sticker. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, they're they're like a power couple in wrestling, but um, they're doing some interesting oh. stuff because they neither of them are currently signed to one of the major promotions, so they're mm. sort of like rogue, like doing things on their own. Yeah, it's a whole fascinating. That's cool. Thing. But wow, yeah, I didn't know that she had like made her way up that's awesome yeah yeah and uh they're both really good follows on on twitter if you you can like keep up he wrestles more than she does because they have two young kids Mm -hmm. um so she was actually involved a lot behind the scenes at the last promotion that they worked at um doing like more creative and stuff like that nice okay i'm gonna definitely have to follow them then yeah she's they're both great he's actually one of my favorite um underutilized wrestlers of the last decade i would say because WWE just like shit, like they didn't do anything with him when he was there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. My third question for you is what is an item from your childhood that you wish you still owned? Ooh, um, man, I think the first thing that comes to mind is God, this is gonna make me sound like a, a little like, <laughs> Full 1920s chap, but I, I I had a pretty good yo-yo, like pretty good yo, God yo-yo collection, uh, and I was I, I really liked those. Um, I wish I had them. There, that there it was there's this there's a like a span of time where yo-yos were like really popular. Mm-hmm. They had like the the butterfly wings and like the spinners and stuff, and I just I feel like that's like something that's like a very tangible thing that I would like hold and just be immediately like taken back to my childhood. Yeah. More than anything else. Could you do tricks and Um, stuff? Like I could do some things, but I wasn't like going to like competitions (laughs) by any means. Okay. Okay. Uh, But yeah, we would, we would all run around with our yo-yos and like monetary wise. I remember I gave like all my Pokemon cards to some stupid kid when I was in like high school. I was like, I don't need these anymore. And, yeah. Big mistake. Yeah. Would have been a millionaire. <sighs> Do you have anything? That's a good question. From my childhood? Yeah. Um Yes. There <laughs> There is um this is the dumbest thing ever but it's some of it is like sentimental. Uh, uh it's all sentimental actually. I don't know what I would do with this and you'll understand <laughs> when I explain it. Uh my parents gave us these gigantic piggy banks and they were very ornate um they were they were like the size of an actual pig uh and they had like all this ornate like um similar to like how you'd see a a horse that's dressed up for like the derby or like a show like a uh equestrian show something like that they had all this like detailing on the side and they were like hand painted and gorgeous um and i wish that I had those, uh, but I think that they got broken because my mom and dad actually keep nearly everything. I mean, like, mm-hmm. that's the other thing is, I mean, my dad, like, last uh, the last time he visited, he gave me a Hot Wheel that I played with when I was, like, three. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. It's in, a, <laughs> it's in the drawer right next to me. But, like, 
Yeah, the piggy bank is one thing, and then the other was I had this Michael Jackson record player that I fucking loved, um, and I don't know where that went either. But I wish I had those two things. Yeah, my parents just moved out of the house we grew up in, so there's like a lot of that stuff that I was like, I I want to keep this, but like I just have no room right. for it, and I don't you know this is gonna sit in a drawer, so yeah. Do I really need it? I don't know. But it was it was kind of sad to like see a lot of my stuff go. Oh yeah, yeah, it's terrible because it's you have all of the like memories associated with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's time for your fourth question for me. Oh yes, that's right. Okay, so so uh, you know we're this is to be friends potentially, right? So I might text you. Um, how how slimy do you think you could possibly get? You know, like just, just like how, like I don't need like a, a, a like a fiction or a, a friction coefficient or anything, but like you know, may, we might need to like slide down some drain pipes or something. <laughs> like how how slide and and actually, how would you how would you go about it too? Okay, so I have to ask. I have to make sure that I understand your question. Slimy, mm-hmm. like from a personality standpoint. <laughs> no, like like slimy, like slimy, like grease, greased up. Oh, very, uh, very greased up. Um, if I don't wash <laughs> my hair for a single day, it looks like you've like potentially cooked uh, a can of spam in a pan and then poured it in my hair. So oh, I wow. think the longest I've ever gone, we used to we caught. So this is goes back to my uh, previous question about words or phrases. We used to say we're going dirt. So like on the weekend, if we didn't have any plans, we'd be like, I'm going dirt on Saturday. Like I'm not taking a shower. The longest I've ever gone dirt, I think, is technically two days. Um, and, it, and it's because That's like bad. I look straight up homeless by like really? day three. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, and. So I think I could probably get pretty slimy. Although here's what I'll offer you. If you need like an actual tangible example, mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to have about seven days off work. Oh yeah. I can go dirts for a while and just like pro- take pictures of the progression and send them to you. Um, I think that's, I think I need that. It's an experiment. I need to see, I need to see the grease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me it's, the grease. it's pretty greasy. And I like my skin starts to get oily too. Um, mm. I don't know that I would be good about like sliding down a pole. Like I'm not super athletic. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Greece, a hundred percent. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can get, I can get greased up. <laughs> and I'm sure too, okay, it's like some of it has to do with like, probably what you're putting in your body comes out. Oh, sure. Like you got to think, I mean, I'm like, I'm a fast food, uh, connoisseur. So right. yeah, you know, there's I a lot that. of deep fryer grease going in, so it's got to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going somewhere. <laughs> okay, good to know. I love I'm that question, down. but I'm I'm glad that um, I clarified because I was going in a different way. I thought we were going to have to like oh. bury a body or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Liz is your person for that. <laughs> okay. All yep. right. If you ever need good. it, just it's, so you know. oh, it's a package deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> My fourth question for you is if you had to make up a new euphemism for vagina, <laughs> what would it be? Oh man. I was, I was weirdly enough thinking about whispering. eye. like, I just remember <laughs> that's from, um, yes. Uh, God, uh, the kid, the kid from role models. Yes. From, yes. Uh, role models. Yes. Um, and I, and I had no idea why it popped in my head, but I was just like whispering, eye, whispering, eye. like, why am I? And then, um, so, so if I had to make a new one, um, I've had, there's so many that I've like logged yeah. through the years. I, I think there's like ham wallet is one <laughs> I've heard before. Um, I don't know. I think I would try to do something 
like very kind of confusing that maybe makes sense like um like lockbox or something or like Ooh. like um vending machine i don't know oh, yeah 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 <laughs> it's not a good euphemism but no it's i, I like where you're going with it though i think there's potential yeah liz's family refers to them as barges barges yeah yeah that doesn't make sense yeah well Why? they say that they were birthed from their mom's barge barge yeah hmm. like a river barge Okay, but I think of a barge as being like phallic. Kind of. I, know, I know. I I wasn't there when they made it up. I'm just telling you, yeah. <laughs> that's their term. All right. it, it it wouldn't be what I would come up with. Yeah, it's like right in the barge. <laughs> All I right, like it's that. time for your fifth okay, and I'm final gonna, question for me. Um. Okay, so I have one question, but you can cut this maybe if you want. <laughs> do you think those Do you think those hot dog people boinked in the hot dog car? The people they sounded very hot on your interview. Both of them sounded like they're extremely good looking people. They are, they are they are incredibly good looking. So the two specifically that I talked to or has any um, hot doggers? I would say any hot dog cuz you know other hot doggers. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are people do you know of any Abs- any There have okay. absolutely <laughs> there have been wieners <laughs> going in barges in the hot in the oh, yeah. wiener mobile for sure. Um, the people that I talk to, I don't believe so. Uh, I don't think there's any funny business going on there. That's man. Two, two people drive around a hot dog across the country yeah. and they're like, Cal- I don't know. I just was like these two. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Good to know. People bunk in the, in the Oscar Mayer wiener. A- I'm sure absolutely it's happened before. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My last question for you in this round is I would like for you to describe the worst photo you've ever been tagged in on the internet. Oh God! I know there's there is one. Uh, it was like um, there's a there's a picture that, and Amanda like loves it. It's like her favorite picture of me because I just <laughs> it was it was like after I would I had gone to Illinois State University for a for a um, tailgate mm-hmm. and just was like drinking all day, um, of course. And I was just it was like in a bar, and I think someone just like I was just like dancing, and I like my face is like kind of blurred, but it's like so sunburnt. My face is just so sunburnt and like, there's just no life behind my eyes, but I'm just like, like half, like just kind of like smiling. Um, and I, it's just like a, an awful, awful, awful picture. And I hate it, but Amanda loves it. Cause she, she just thinks it's like so funny. Cause I look like I'm having a good time, but there's just like, no, there's just like the soul is gone yeah. behind my eyes. It's, it's bad news, but I, I, uh, so that is, that is like the worst picture. And I think it was posted on Facebook for a while. And then, yeah. uh, I think, I don't know if it's, it might still be up in some weird archive, but, um, <laughs> I'm sure it's out there somewhere. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for playing yeah. five for five. All right. So it's time for the third round, which is the fast friends fortune teller. So, um, again, one of the things about, uh, being around a lot of female cousins was I perfected the art of the paper fortune teller. Um, this mm-hmm. one's professionally printed, by the way. It's I did not make this one. Oh wow! Yeah, you know we <laughs> spare no expense over here. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Capital One. Um, so what I'll do is I'll ask you a series of questions, which will reveal an activity, and then we'll play that activity, and then end up with a friend request. So the okay. first question is: um, In this scenario, we're in a road trip for all of these questions, and so I, right. I ask you to start a boy band playlist, um, and. W- 
in doing so, would you pick the first song from One Direction, Backstreet Boys, 90 Degrees, or In Sync? Backstreet Boys. Backstreet. Do you have a favorite Backstreet Boys song? Um, I think Backstreet's back. Is that is that lame? Yeah, that I no, no, no. Don't have a deep cut. Okay. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, there's a great song that's called The Call by the Backstreet Boys. Um, and I really only like it cause there's like this really interesting background vocal where the girl just says, hello, hello, hello. Like it's, um, anyway, it's, it's worth okay. checking out. Um, yeah. we, we stop for snacks and, uh, we go into a gas station. Would you pick from these four snacks? Would you pick milk duds, corn nuts, sour patch kids, or cheese its Hmm. Um, well, uh, so this is probably late in the day. We're stopping for these snacks. But it's not dinner time yet. Yeah. Okay. It's right. It's like four thirty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. I think I'm going milk duds. Okay. I think I'm going milk duds. I like that. I respect that decision. Yeah. It's something to chew on, you know. Yeah. And so the last question is, and this is why it wasn't dinner time, because now it's dinner time and we're stopping, but we're going through a drive-through. Oh. Um, sure. Do we? Would you go to Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, or Arby's? McDonald's. Wendy's or Arby's. Well, I know you like Arby's. I know you've got Arby's oh, as, yeah. as on a pedestal. But but you're not picking I, for me. You're picking for you. That's true. But I would I would consult the the, the Wiener Mobile. You know. <laughs> I think uh, usually road trip. Usually Wendy's is my is my on the road choice. I respect that. Um, I yeah. I think I would go Wendy's. Spicy okay. chicken sandwich. You know. Can't okay. go wrong. Right on. Um. I, I respect Wendy's like any of those would be wins for me, honestly. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Um, okay. So underneath Wendy's is the game truth or dare. <laughs> so Ooh. I um, have a question that you can answer or a dare that I will issue uh, that you have to follow through on. Um, it, I'll let you pick from, from the two. Oh man. Truth <laughs> or dare. Um, uh, let's do it. Let's do dare. Let's oh, do dare. I love I, it. I, I love the ballsiness. I, I spilled enough about my, about my, <laughs> so my life. My dare is uh, self-serving because I have mm. been, this is something that I've actually thrown out to you on numerous occasions, but now oh, it's a no, dare. No, so you no, can't no, turn truth. it down. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> truth. Um, I dare you to come and perform at a stand-up open mic with me when uh, things are okay. uh, calmed down. Look, it's fine. I'll go right before you. You'll look like amazing because I fucking suck. Um, okay. <laughs> but I, I am a sniveling worm and I am a little coward and I go and I'll get so nervous and I will be bad. Well, you can use a fake name and stuff too. It's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'll like, I'll put like a potato sack over. I'll just like go yeah. up there in a burlap sack. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And we'll go to one in the suburbs. Like it'll be chill. <laughs> the, okay. My, yeah, fa- my favorite it. one is in out in Aurora. It's the comedy shrine. They have a great open mic on Monday nights. Um, I know it's out in Aurora, but <laughs> You know, yeah. If, you, if Man, I, I wish I, I wish I, because you, you like it, like it's cathartic, like you like going up there and like and and, and just running through. I, I like being done with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, no, I like to, I, I do like it. I do. Um, it's, it's terrifying to me, but at the same time, it's, mm-hmm. it's very exciting. So, all yeah. right, now we have yeah. it on audio that Quinn has agreed that he will do a stand-up yeah. open mic. Uh, you what know. was truth? I want to know what the truth was. The truth was, <laughs> I mean, you can't take it back, but the truth <laughs> was, uh, what is something? Nope. Sorry. Who is someone that you pretend to like <laughs> when you're mm. around them, but can't actually can't stand to be around. 
Interesting. I don't know if I have anybody like that. Interesting. Like, actually, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't have to answer it because you now you already picked Aaron. That's true. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be stand up in Aurora. It's going to be great. We'll go to Denny's afterwards. This sounds. It sounds like a nice night. Okay, yeah, I'm in. It'll be Let's fun. It. It'll be fun. Um, awesome. Well, this is the moment of truth. This is where we've been building to Quinn Myers. Logan Cummins has sent you a friend request in the vein of that cesspool Facebook. Would you confirm or delete the friend request based on the time that we have spent together? Hmm. Let me think. Would you, would you, uh, renounce Hooters wings for Wingstop wings? Uh, yeah. For the wings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yeah, accept. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah. do it. I mean, I like the atmosphere of Hooters, obviously. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wingstop wings are, they're legit. And I yeah. did. So in the pandemic, one of the things that they've done is they've pivoted to have a really great mobile ordering system and I can now yeah. order their fries without any of that su- like Swedish seasoning on it. Yeah. That's yeah. And it's, it's been like a game changer. A Wingstop is, a uh, is definitely made its way up into my lineup a lot more with, with the yeah. mobile ordering. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, thank All you right. so much for coming on and thank you for being my friend. Do you want to tell people where they can follow you and find you and read your um, in-depth articles on everything my from <laughs> ball dunking to, <laughs> uh, yeah, hot boxing a hotel room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty pretty wide range. Um, I'm on Twitter, um, Quinn Myers, just Q-U-I-N-M-Y-E-R-S. Follow me or the other Quinn Myers in Chicago. Can't can't go wrong it's a win-win <laughs> yeah, yeah that's about it that's pretty much all, all. and you so link you link out to that. your work from there so yeah mm, okay yeah i post most articles so awesome and keep an eye out yeah. for your book that's coming in in that's the right. spring that's right mm-hmm. yeah and we'll put links in the show notes um if you have ideas for quinn and i to hang out uh, outside of the open mic night because that doesn't count uh and yeah. you want to tell us you can either tweet us um you can text the podcast to 872 267-2735. Quinn, thank you so much for coming on and thank you for being my friend and keeping my friend streak going into 2022. All right. Thanks for having me. Of course. Have a good night, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fast Friends Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for an all-new episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe so you don't miss it. You can follow me on Twitter at Logan Cummins. And if you have a suggestion on someone that I should be friends with, go ahead and let me know at fastfriendspodcast.com.